Hey, and welcome back to another episode of Confessions of a Small Town Florist, written and narrated by me, Aubrey Mathis. I just wanted to take a moment to remind you again that I am not a professional narrator or actress. <laughs> so if you want to hear the characters' voices in your own head, head over to Amazon.com and search Confessions of a Small Town Force and get your very own copy in paperback, Kindle, or as always, it's for free on Kindle Unlimited. So I hope you enjoy Chapter 2. Confessions of a Small Town Florist Written and narrated by Aubrey Mathis Chapter 2 For the past six months, I had planned and researched everything there was to know about running a flower shop. And there I sat at the front counter after that first call. I couldn't believe that I had made the most idiotic choice a person, a woman, could make. I mean... Was life with Ethan as bad as I made it out to be? Maybe it was all in my head. I mean, sure, he drank at night to unwind. He had a stressful job. I was supposed to be his partner. Was I being selfish by not tending to him when I got home? And my job, was it really that stressful? Seriously, I wonder if he'd take me back. Cling, clang, clanked the cowboy, cowbell at the front door. Get it together, Susanna. It's your first real-life customer. Excuse me, said the most masculine voice I'd ever heard in my life. Hi, come on in. I'm Susanna. I'm the new owner. Can I help you? That would be the first time I laid eyes on who I could only pray was my future husband. And just as I was naming our unborn children, he said, Uh, Yes, ma'am. Oh, my God, did he just call me ma'am? My heart cannot take this kind of charm. Uh, Yes, ma'am, I need to send some flowers. Yuck, he has a girlfriend, or worse, a wife already, who is probably flawless and beautiful, and now I have to send the luckiest girl in the world flowers from Prince Charming. Okay, do you want to send roses? Nothing says I love you like red roses. I can make a really romantic vase of red roses for you. I had Googled how to arrange roses so many times, I knew I could handle this order. He laughed, and when he did, I swear my heart stopped. That smile, those teeth. Where in the world did he come from? Heaven? He had to be an angel in a white t-shirt because I had seen handsome men before, even men who made a living with their looks. But this man made them look like little boys. But why was he laughing at me? Oh, no, ma'am, nothing romantic. Though I do need them to be special. This lady does have my heart. Okay, what does that mean, I thought. How could a woman have your heart, but you don't want it to be romantic? Well, how about daisies? Daisies are my personal favorite, and I can add some lilies and make it extra special. What's the special lady's name and address? Oh, I don't need them delivered. If you don't mind, I can come back and pick them up. I will take them to her myself. I work right down the road at the feed store. Okay, I can do that. I'll have them ready by 4.30. Will that be okay? Yes, ma'am, that will be perfect. Perfect, and what is your name? Casey. 
he said with a smile that made me want to jump over the counter and kiss him like Brett Butler kissed Scarlett O'Hara. Get it together, Susanna. He's a customer, your only customer, and he's picking up flowers for a special lady who has his heart. I spent the whole day on that arrangement of daisies and lilies, not only because I had no clue as to what I was doing and I couldn't get it to look exactly like the lady did in the video, but also because it was sadly my only order for the day. The phone did not ring except for the old aggravated lady looking for Judith and the cowboy bell only clanked one time when Mr. Wonderful walked through this morning. At 4.20, I had the arrangement ready. I was so proud of the final product, I took around 30 pictures of it from all angles. I would need it for my social media marketing and any ads I would run in the local newspaper. When I heard the door open and the clanking of the bell, my stomach flipped a little. Hi, Casey, your arrangement's ready for your special lady. Would you like a card or a teddy bear to go with it? Oh, no thank you, ma'am. The flowers will be just fine. How much do I owe you? Oh, just your love until death do us part will be fine, I thought. Um, With tax, let me see. It will be... Oh my gosh, I can't even do simple math. I look like a moron. $35.89. Here's 40 Keep the change. These are the prettiest flowers I have seen in a long time, said Casey. Thank you. Oh, wow, geez, you really don't have to. I have change. Susanna, was it? He asked. I smiled at the sound of my name on his lips. It was as, it was as if the skies opened and the angels sang out loud. These are beautiful, and this town is lucky to have you bring so much beauty to it. As he smiled his charming smile, I saw something mischievous this time. Flirty, even. Was Mr. Wonderful flirting with me while holding the flowers I made for his special lady who has his heart? Well, thank you, Casey. I truly appreciate that, and I hope you come back. As he walked out of the building, I locked the door and turned off the open sign. I couldn't help but think of what he said. The town was lucky for me to bring beauty to it. That night, I stayed up all night making the happiest, friendliest arrangements, all with a handwritten card introducing myself to the business owners of the town. If I could get them to like me and see the value I could bring to the town, surely they wouldn't come after me with lit torches and kerosene. Maybe this town wasn't as harsh as Annie made it out to be. Perhaps it was ready for change. That next morning, as I walked into my flower shop, I did not have the same girlish excitement as the day before. That morning, I walked in with the confidence of a businesswoman. I bought this building. I signed on the dotted line, and I committed myself to make this work. I walked straight to the coolers, loaded up the arrangements I made the night before, and left the back of the building. I headed down the main street of Cartman, Texas. If they were... Not going to send the welcome wagon to me, then I was going to bring it to them. First stop, Cartman City Hall. As I walked into the newest building in town, it was almost as if I hadn't stepped back in time. The wall had a mural of the original City Hall. 
The floors were marble and the countertops granite. This building definitely didn't fit the mold of Cartman. This building was expensive and righteous. Annie was apparently wrong about the town not wanting change. Exhibit A, this building. The lady at the front desk looked above the rim of her glasses and gave me a once-over. Well, you must be the new girl in town. Hi, I'm Susanna Hightower, owner of Susanna's Flower Shop. I just wanted to stop in and introduce myself and bring you a little something to say hi and have a beautiful day. Well, aren't you a sweetheart, the lady replied, and my heart fluttered. I was beginning to think this was a huge mistake from the way she looked at me when I walked in. These are so adorable, she giggled with glee. They will brighten up our day for certain. Just then, the tapping of high heels could be heard echoing down the hall, and the nice lady quickly sat back down behind her desk, timid and cowering like a dog that had been kicked too many times. Sarah, a very assertive voice called, do you have the city financials printed and copied yet for the meeting tonight? She stopped mid-sentence and cocked her head to the side, glaring right through me as if she was sizing me up for a fight. I tensed up, just as I was about to introduce myself. Ms. Hightower, I presume. Ms. Hightower? Who did she think I was? Did she know me? Uh, yes, I'm Susanna Hightower. Well, it's good to finally meet you. Finally? Lady, I have been here a total of five minutes, and you didn't make an effort to come introduce yourself, so who the heck are you? I'm Mayor Regina Graham. It was as if she read my mind the way she said her name, as if I was supposed to bow down and kiss her hand. Good to finally meet you, I replied with a bit of sarcasm. Stop it, Susanna. You came to make friends, not enemies, and especially not enemies with the mayor of the town. Well, Ms. Hightower, I assume that you were, when you purchased the building from Ms. Markley, her current wedding bookings also transferred to you? What? What the hell was she talking about? Did I have weddings on the book? I also am assuming you will be prepared for my son's wedding in two weeks, she continued. Don't panic, Susanna. Don't panic. Fake it till you make it. Smile. Say something. Ms. Graham. Mayor Graham. She corrected me. Mayor Graham, I apologize for being so unprepared at the moment. I have not had a chance to go over the wedding bookings. When I return to the shop, I will make that a priority. I see. Well, not to overwhelm you, Ms. Hightower, but this will be the largest wedding this town has ever seen, and I expect nothing but perfection. Well then, your expectations will be exceeded, Mayor Graham. I am a perfectionist. Please, Susanna, you can't even spell perfectionist. Again, good to finally meet you. But before I could reply, just like a seasoned politician, she cut me off and continued her conversation with Sarah. Sarah, the reports, are they or are they not ready? Yes, ma'am. Ms. Hightower... The seemingly sweet Sarah says, Is there anything else? No, Sarah, you have a beautiful day. I will be on my way. I smiled at Sarah as if to say, I'm sorry you work for the devil herself. 
I didn't think anything could get worse than Annie telling me she couldn't, ha- she shouldn't have sold me the business until I met the evil Regina Graham. Excuse me, the evil Mayor Regina Graham. Ms. Hightower, I'll show her who Ms. Hightower is. She thinks she's intimidating. She has no idea who Ms. Hightower is. But first things first, I needed to find the paperwork for the upcoming wedding. After several stops introducing myself over and over again, sometimes with open arms and other times with a grimace and a sigh, I made my way to the feed store. A nervous feeling coming over me. Casey worked there. I applied some fresh lipstick, shook off the bad mare juju, and walked in, searching the aisles for the man of my dreams. Just then, I saw him behind the counter, reading the back of a label to an elderly gentleman in front of me, explaining how much liquid to mix with how much water. Look at him, helping this man who is apparently having a hard time reading the small print. He is gorgeous and compassionate. Oh, please marry me today. Hey, you, he says with the same charm as the day before. Didn't expect to have something so beautiful in the feed store today. Oh, be still my heart. He's talking about the flowers, dummy. Not you. Well, a wise man told me that I was going to bring beauty to the town, so I wanted to prove him right. Is the owner here? I just wanted to introduce myself to him as a fellow business owner of the town. He's here. May I speak with him? Sure. Can you get him, please? Man, Casey may be cute, but he is not catching on too quick. What, do I not look like a business owner? Oh, I laugh nervously and start to scratch my neck. What a fool you are. You just insulted your future husband by thinking he was the counter help. Just then, I felt like I'm on fire. I can't stop scratching my neck. It's burning and itching. My throat is on fire. Is it humiliation or love? I'm not sure, but whatever it is, it hurts. Susanna, are you okay? Your your neck is breaking out. You must be allergic to something. Hopefully not the flowers, he jokes. You've got to be kidding me. Could I be allergic to flowers? Wouldn't Mayor Graham love that? For me to die from flowers? Then she would have the final say. I can't breathe and I'm beginning to hyperventilate. What is wrong? Why is my neck on fire? Susanna, come to the back. Let's get you a wet cloth. You can sit down in my office. Susanna, when you walked in, did you walk down all three? Um, maybe. I'm not sure. I saw you reading to the old man and didn't want to interrupt, so I might have leaned on the encounter. Oh, that's probably it. That's where we keep the weed killer. I bet you brushed into an open box and are having an allergic reaction to it. But it's supposed to only kill weeds, though, not beautiful flowers. If he only knew, I was a weed. In the middle of a rose garden, I was the weed. The weed killer knew it. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode of Confessions of a Small Town Florist. And if you can't wait to find out what happens with Susanna and Casey next, 
head over to Amazon and get your copy of Confessions of a Small Town Florist. Until next time, have a happy day.